All right, Jean. Are you ready to be counted in? I'm ready, Mommy. Ready in Chamesh. Arba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's at podcast. With Christina P. Man, I'm so glad to be away from my children today. God damn, I've been moving with those fools. And I'm even more excited to get on the road and get away from them in Omaha, June 3rd through 5th, Chomaha, Nebraska at the Funny Bone, and then Short Lake Shitty, Short Lake Titties, Utah, Wise Guys, June 10th through 12th, and then San Antonio Tejas, July 15th through 17th, Liberty Township, Ohio, July 22nd through 24th, August 12th through the 14th, and Columbus, Ohio, I love Columbus too, Oklahoma City in September, and then Helium in Indianapolis, Tits, Denver, Comedy Works, Raleigh, Charlie Goodnights, and uh, Caroline's has just been added in Jew Dork Cities, November 19th through 20th. And then Orlando, Florida at the Orlando Improv uh, in uh, Thanksgiving weekend, which is a great time to avoid your family as well. So there we go. I'm so happy to see you boys in the booth. I've missed you guys. I've been gone for two weeks now out of L.A. Yeah, we're happy to see you, too. God you know? damn. It's been uh, it's been a while, but it's it's glad to have you back in here. We missed you. We needed some. Yeah, order. <laughs> you needed some order. Yeah. You guys are. Is it was it dude chaos? Not dude chaos. It's just like when we're having lunch and stuff, like yeah. no one is asking us what our most inner darkest secrets are. <laughs> like no one's extracting info that could be used against us at lunch. And I think <laughs> it's making us soft. <laughs> How dare you assume that I am getting information just to use it against you, which is so true because I do enjoy that. It's so fun. Well, here's the thing. I don't think you're doing it with the intention of using it no. against us. I think you just like the info and yeah. then the thought afterwards comes that, oh, I should I should do something with this. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> well, I think it's because I find you all very interesting. I think I think I'm so blessed to finally find a group of people with the exception of Chris Larson, who functions at a normal clip. But the rest of us, I'm just so glad to find other degenerates like me that when I speak, you guys are like, oh, yeah, I get that. It's right. very rare for me to, to have people fully understand what I'm saying. Christina, it's rare. <laughs> like, there are pl- this is the only place I could really talk without a filter. Like, even with my friends, I need to watch what I say. It's just like, hey, man, you can't use the R word like that. Like, you know what's up with my brother? It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. God damn it. I'm just trying to. (laughs) This is a safe space. Studio jeans. Which is so, so ridiculous. Yeah, so I'm glad to be here. I, I was, you know, gosh, Tom and I... You know, we we pre-record things. We we're we're out of space and time because we moved to Austin, but our studio is not yet ready. So we're coming back and forth from LA to Austin um, to record stuff until the studio was built. So it's like we're out of sorts. And then um, I saw my in-laws when we were in Florida filming YMH Live Five, which was amazing and ridiculous and uh if you haven't seen that my god i mean how fun was that it was ridiculous no yeah it was like uh we've done live podcasts before but never where they watch the videos and seeing an entire crowd react to a heavy segment was so fun (laughs) it's really good and um so tom and i decided to dress like west palm beach um natives like the douchebags and I, you know, what's so funny growing up on the West Coast is that I feel, I think what the norm here is if you're rich, you don't really show it. Like to show it is douchey as fuck. And for right. instance, you, right? Like you will see, you know, in California, you see like the dot com guys who are multi, multi, multi millionaires and they wear what? Zip up hoodies and sneakers. Yeah. Like our culture is very low key. I think Eni was telling me that he plays a game with his friends called like homeless or rich person. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like the richer you are, the like you, it's a it's a status symbol to dress like you don't give a shit. Exactly. You have the exactly. luxury of doing that, you know. Exactly, and I think 
That's because, in part, because California is new money, quote, new money. Like, we don't, I don't, I mean, most people come, you know, came out west and made their fortunes in show business or, I don't know, textiles, whatever the hell it is. And most likely you're an immigrant, you know, you came out here. Now, my sense is that on the East Coast, those are established families that have been around for generations and they have like generational wealth. And that culture is so foreign to me. Like I remember the first time I went to Florida with Tom and I saw a dude wearing a seersucker suit. Do you know what that is? Seersucker Look up Google seersucker. Seersucker suit. Right. Yeah, I don't even know how to spell it. Bro. (laughs) Oh, bro. That's just a fancy word for fucking pinstripe? (laughs) I guess. I. Well, the first time I saw a grown ass man wearing this shit out in public. Ooh, this bangs. I I kind of was like, who's this dandy? I do declare. Yeah. Like, where's my mint julep? (laughs) I mean, is there anything. I honestly, I saw that shit, and some of them tie like a sweater around their shoulders. A sweater on top of the suit, bro. It's super gay. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That, but that implies that they're wearing a sweat, a sweater over their yeah, blazer. It's gay as fuck. No, here's what they do. They do that, or they'll wear like a polo and then tie a sweater over the polo. Like, oh it, yeah, it is so effeminate for a heterosexual male to dress like this. Yeah, bro. So that's kind Ooh. of the look. That's like, so this is like the West. So if you this guys like are not. Rich's Rally, too. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm kind of down with. Rich's Rally. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, uh, no color looks feminine on me. Go fuck yourself. See, that's, that's <laughs> you know what? That's 100% true because Israelis are like that. They're like, real men wear, real men wear pink. Go fuck yourself. Right. Yes. Like, I've seen you that. You need shit to get too. used to my yes. style, you goddamn animal. Yes. And gold. Gold is nice. Gold makes men look nice. They generally, like the gold chains, is yeah. Israeli. Yeah, and they got to show the chest hair. They yes. got to show the, the Magen David on their necklace and all that stuff. See, but that to me is also macho. This look, like Google West Palm Beach upper class fashion or something. I don't even know what. It's its own look. And <clears throat> so Tom and I thought it would be really funny to dress in polo head to toe. Yeah, so this is what I'm, t- this is what I'm talking about. Here we about. are. <laughs> oh, yeah, so weird. Oh, okay. I totally yeah. see what you and Tom were going for in the yeah. live. <laughs> so this is a very preppy, clean. it's actually quite nice. Like, it's a very preppy, clean look. You've got your Oxford collar button-down shirt, if you're a man, tucked into some khakis, usually. Um, a navy belt and, like, top ciders. Top cider shoes. It's like summer cash. Summer cash, yeah. <laughs> and they'll wear like a navy blue, you know, jacket. Um, it's very tidy look. It's it's very preppy. And but to me on the West Coast, I see that. And if you dress like that in LA, you would probably get your ass kicked. Like if you saw mm. some bro, listen. Yeah, you'd either get your ass kicked or they'd turn you into a kink. You know, it's I feel like uh, like because we don't see that out here. And they're like, yeah, whoa, is this the new shit? Do I need to get on this super quick? (laughs) I guess so. But I was telling Tommy, like, yo, if growing up, if some kid rocked a seersucker or any of this gear, like you would get your ass beat. <laughs> oh, you know valley? what? Get I actually, I do remember in my high school, someone did start wearing seersucker suits to school, and like he lost all of his friends within like two yeah. weeks. Get yeah, fuck yeah, out of here. <laughs> or even like a polo with a sweater. You look like Carlton. That that it's the Carlton. That's yep. the, that's who it is. You yeah, nailed it. It's Carlton. So like that's the nerd on a West Coast sitcom, right? But that in Palm Beach is the the height of status. So Tom and I went to Polo. That store, Ralph, it's Ralph Lauren Polo, right? And I have never been in a polo store. Yeah, there's fucking Carl. The Carl, that's the look, Carl's a fucking nerd alert, dude. There he is. That's it. Hell yeah. That's it. But he's cool. Like he looks, he, he's fresh to death, right? But um, so I went into polo with Tom. And of course, like, you know, the sales ladies all dress like this. And I, I'm just, you know, I go in there with like a bathing suit. My tits are hanging out. And I'm like, I got to look like, a, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I was like, I want to look like a OS Palm Beach snob. Like you I come said, in, you're like, yeah. make me pretty like you. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like smoking indoors. Lady, you can't smoke in here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I shouldn't be rude. Like I'm trying to 
So Tom and I both picked out the douchiest outfits we could find. And so I went, I chose to go with an all white look, which they discouraged in the store. They were like, oh no, that's not, you know, that's. Before Labor Day. What? Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I got to get something I can wear later. Cause I, you know, the Eastern European to me is not, I'm not wasting a nice jacket because it's a goof. So we wore all white and Tom wore that ridiculous a blazer and khakis and a button down Oxford collar. And um, it's interesting because when you go into a polo store, and by the way, I, I was expecting like Gucci prices. I was going to, I thought I would be like, oh, wow, you know, a polo shirt is, like, you know, $500. It's, I wouldn't say it's cheap, but it's not, it wasn't like, what it was like you know like a hundred twenty dollars for a polo which is fucking expensive right but you're not laughing at the price like you do yes. when you're at the gucci store right <laughs> like, look at how much they're charging yeah. for this shit yeah gucci's like you're an asshole if you're buying like all kinds of gucci stuff stop it just stop it no one cares it's a t-shirt um but then did you have like, did you have this because i know that i've done this before where because you're dressing, you're trying to dress like such West Palm Beach snobs. Yeah. That you're everywhere you walk, you're expecting people to, to have the reaction of like, oh, look at these, look at these look at rich these assholes. And then they just treat you like that's how you normally dress <laughs> yeah. and it completely throws you off. Yeah. Yeah. And, and an interesting, so, so an interesting thing happened too when I was dressed like, um, we called ourselves Ashley and Tucker because there's no way I could go by Christina. I'd be Ashley. Um, an interesting thing happened because I wore all white and what's interesting about that is that I haven't worn all white in six years since before I had children because y you can't, like you'll get, I mean, I wore this this morning. It already has stains on it because my kids will touch me and you get food on you. But I did feel a sense of like, I can't sit, I can't touch anything. I can't do anything because I'm wearing this like polo. Oh my gosh. You know, like I'm so, I'm, I am upper crusty now. I didn't. Uh, but but what's interesting about polo is when you go in there, it's like they dress you like you're going to the uniform store. I don't know if you ever wore a uniform. The, oh, yeah, yeah, where it's all the same shit. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I was watching Tom get dressed by the, the salesman and, he, and he's like, okay, so now you have the pants. Okay, you need the belt. And now you need a kerchief. You need a pocket square. And I was like, this is so bizarre. Like it's a whole culture of signaling um, it's a signal, right? It's like I have my my kerchief and my oh, pocket yeah. square. Yeah. Like I wasn't raised on a farm. Yeah. I know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> but like a pocket square. Who are we? It's just so silly. Oh, I went through a so pocket silly. square phase. You did? Yeah, right when I came back from China because I had oh, it was yeah. the first time I had a nice suit and I was just like, ooh, how yeah. can I? How can I pizzazz this shit? And I got all these. But you feel like a real douchebag putting them in. You're like, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing here? What am I doing? But then again, it does look good. And I understand it. It's like, again, it's a very clean, preppy look. I just thought it was like, it, it felt like I was going to buy my uniform in high school where the you know the employee is like, you need your button down. You need your, you know, your skirt. Yeah, but your, I mean, you guys like, rocked what? it though. You know, like you, you. you guys weren't Beautiful. wearing it like it was a uniform. You guys were wearing it like you've been wearing it all your life. Never. You're like, <laughs> this is just my Tuesday outfit. Oh my God, never. I would rather kill myself. I cannot. <laughs> That was just so ridiculous. <sighs> so, uh, so I'm here. I'm queer. I'm non-binary. I'm poly. I'm bi. I'm uh, I'm I'm an Austinite now, and I know it's so weird. I gotta say, it's been, it's. Uh, I tell you, when we we so we landed in Austin a few days ago with the kids, and uh, it was. I did have a moment of panic when I uh, when I landed, and we were like. Because I looked down and everything was so green, and I I've never lived in a like any kind of nature ever. I'm I'm a hardcore concrete jungle gal. I've been you know eight one eight till I die. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean I come on. I never even went camping. Uh, my parents were so they were city people. So I don't like what? Why have you ever been camping in your life? Camping is so weird. It's like hey, do you want to go be poor this weekend? And it's like no, dude. <laughs> I want to sleep in a bed. <laughs> No, I think so. I just I didn't. Um, I had a moment of like, oh god, this is a huge mistake. I mean, I'm this is not who I am. This is not where's the traffic, and it's really cute in Austin. They think they have traffic. <laughs> They're like, well, you know, now that the traffic's here, I'm like, mm. what? Uh, we landed on a Monday at rush hour, 
and it was just not. It's not traffic. Yeah. Like, what was what is. was your top speed? <laughs> I mean, top speed was normal speed. I mean, like. Like, I, we were going a cool 55 miles yeah. per hour. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, there was one point where Ooh. it bottlenecked at a stoplight, God I damn. guess. I can't wait to yeah. think that that's traffic. Like, I, I'm excited to be at that point where I was like, oh, man, it really added an extra three minutes to my commute today. <laughs> like, I can't wait to be there, you know? <laughs> well, these Austinites, are, they're so convinced that this is traffic. It's hilarious. And yesterday, I tried finding a barbecue spot. And I was like, oh, let's let's go here. I went I wanted to go to Terry Black's and then it was downtown, which is across town. Okay. That's across town. How how far is that? Like- Twenty minutes, bro. Okay. Tw- I'm done. And it All was right. like nobody's there. Then back again. I'm like, oh, we just crossed Austin and it was no big deal. It was not. It was not a non issue. It was so exciting. Um so yeah, so anyway, the first the first day I rolled in there, I'm like, dude, I don't know. This is I was like, am I gonna regret this? This is too natural. Like it's green and lush and there's no traffic and there's, you know, uh It doesn't hurt to breathe at the end yeah. of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And so by twenty four hours, I notice what I what happens to me. So I get in Austin and I'm all fired up and then I start to relax. After twenty four hours I go, Oh, Oh, there's there's nothing to rush. There's no rush. I'm not overstimulated. Like this is what it is to be a human. And then in 48 hours, we found well. So this is so cut back to the barbecue spot. We found a place on a lake on Lake Austin, and I was like, this is gorgeous. Google County Line Barbecue Mount Bunnell. Google uh, County Line Barbecue. I'm going to give them a big shout out because they're amazing. Uh, Mount. Bonnell, B-O-N-N-E-L-L. I mean, if there are pictures of this joint, just image, yeah. Look at that. Okay. It's great. So I'm sitting. I wonder if you can see the water. Oh, that's water? No. No, that's a parking lot. Go back, yeah. (laughs) There's an actual, yeah. Okay, so that's where I was. Bull Creek. So, man, so that's it. So I'm eating barbecue with my kids. And we're done eating, and everyone's oh, nice. There, there it is. There it is. And see oh, that. Oh God damn! I know. And if that existed in L.A., there would be a two and a half hour wait. Where it feels like you're eating at your friend's backyard. Ugh. <laughs> Which is beautiful. It's idyllic. I want it. Yeah. And then now here's the best part. So we're done eating, and my kids are like, "Oh, let's go look at the water. Let's go down." So we go down there, and um, there there are turtles everywhere. And there are turtles and there are fish, huge fish. What are they called? Carp. And I see people throwing bread in the water. And I was like, you can do that? You can just feed fish? And they're like, yeah, it's Texas. And then you could buy pellets and feed. the. And no one's telling you not to get too close. No one's screaming at you to put your mask on. You know, like, and there are kids laying on their stomachs on the dock, like trying to touch turtles and I, I had this moment where I was like, oh, wow, like this is another Pajitsky effect. This is like 44 years of my life. I've been living like a city cockroach, like not even going to, to, to nature ever because I just didn't know it. And here I am. And now I'm like, I'm feeding turtles. And I, and I saw a bullfrog for the first time in my life. I saw a bullfrog. You guys and, catch fireflies at Yeah, night I mean, like, <laughs> but it was in the city park. There was a park, and, like, there were just bullfrogs in the meadow. And, um, and I was like, oh, wow, I didn't, I didn't need to, to be such a city person my whole life. I can have this great balance. And, you know, Austin has a city as well, but then you drive a little bit, and you're eating barbecue and feeding turtles. So it's really been a game changer for me in terms of uh, – of just realizing like, oh, I, I like that stuff. Cause I was really, I really thought I was the kind of person that didn't like that stuff. I'm not allowed to be right. Cause I'm, I'm like a hardcore LA maniac. Um, so yeah, so it's a little bit of a nice, red landscape. Yeah. Pussy. So I'm like, I'm having a shift Nadav. I'm having a shift. I, I'm like, oh, I, I'm, I'm this person now who likes nature. Yeah. This is wild. Cause, is this? Cause you are my canary in, in the coal mine. You know, mm-hmm. it's because mm-hmm. the entire time I'm yep. just like, you know, Christina is an L.A. rat just like me. A rat. Yeah. yeah, A rat. Yeah. It's, you know, it's we know when when to stay. We know when to abandon and all of that. <laughs> you know, it's just we got the instincts of how to survive. I know. And I see you starting to transition into being an Austin person. I'm like, oh, you mean it's nice. this whole inner clock thing could slow down and 
I could find a, yeah. a slice of, of uh, you know, of Austin to relax in. And like, there's something that's not so fast paced. This all sounds really appealing. Yeah. I mean, and yes, it does. And and also, you know, more, more, it doesn't have to be Austin, I think, to make this more of a, a universal topic. And right. never. It's just not LA. Well, I know. And never to shit on LA because it's my home. And I, like, I, I, it's always, I'm 818 till I die, bro. I was like, LA is so fucking amazing. And great in so many regards to I'll never, I, you know, I don't want to be that guy. That's like, eh, fucking LA. I still love LA. It's, it's just a different thing. I think what I'm trying to say is like, I should have gone camping sooner. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't I, why did I poo poo nature so much? She's pr- pretty rad. I don't mind nature. Uh, I just, I was like, what, what was I so harsh on myself? Well, because I think. Like, the closest thing that I think L.A. people have to, like, camping in nature is doing shrooms in Joshua Tree, you know? Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. 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 So, you you know, you kind of went camping. <laughs> I kind of went camping. And I, I went to Balboa Park a lot growing up, and I fed the ducks there. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's just a different thing. Like, oh, I've seen turtles in the wild. I've never done that. So, anyway, it's, again, not to shit on, I'm not shitting on L.A., and I'm not, like, because I love L.A. It's, 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 it's an, it was an amazing it's an amazing place to follow your dreams and become the person you want to be. And yeah, you know, it's everything you it's, it's fucking amazing. How's it moving from state to state? Cause I mean, I know just like terrible, just watching you do it by your, like as an Angelino is like, that's what interests me. But the fact that you're even Ugh. moving with two kids, you're oh, uprooting a family. Like, what's it like to move your family from one state death. to another? It's the death. It's the worst. It really is. It's death. I mean, just like, just put it, listen, and I'm not one of these people, these moms who, yeah, I know moms who are w- wonderfully relaxed and are like, oh, I took my eight week old to Tahiti and we flew 20 hours and it was great. Like, that's, that's not who I am. I'm extremely anxious. I'm very like, oh God, everyone's going to hate me on the plane. My kids are going to scream. Everything's horrible. Uh, so like I, I stress, um, it's a lot of change, especially for the two-year-old. He's right. not a, he's like, what, where are you going? Don't leave me. Everybody stay in, stay in one room. I, I, he's very freaked out. And Ellis is more like, oh, this is cool. Uh, this is fun. I like, that. like he's more adventurous. Right, because he's able to understand concepts and stuff. Yeah. Like, like, how do you explain it to your kids that it's like, you know, it, that you're moving states? Or do you just say that you're moving houses? We tell them both. And I, and so we've moved now <laughs> three times with Ellis and this will be Julian's second move. And I found the key. So if you guys are moving, here's what I've done. It it does help is to tell them about a month or two out about the move so that it's not a surprise. I think, I think the more you talk about it and like, Oh, is that what is, how does that make you feel? Is that exciting? Is that whatever you, are you anxious? And, um, though sometimes they're like, I, I don't want to move. I like this house. And sometimes they're like, I like this house so much better than the other house. Like Ellis yesterday was like, this is the best. I love our house in Texas. I love Texas. Like, Ooh, you could only hope for a reaction like that. Right? <laughs> but then he'll be like, I hate it. I want to move back to LA. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, but then do you, so then do you use Ellis who's acclimated and is also the big brother? Do you use him to like calm down Julian or? No, I try, you know, I try not to to do that comparison thing. Like, well, look at your brother's balance. Why don't you get, you know, why don't you be like him? I think that that's what, that's what I would hear in my sick mind. and be like, well, I mean, no, you don't, you? you don't tell Julian, Hey, why the fuck aren't you yeah, like your you bigger brother? Bitch. You fucking idiot. <laughs> like, yeah. you, do, you don't do that, but yeah. you go tell Ellis like, Hey, why don't you go tell Julian? Like how much you're enjoying oh. like the new move? You know, it's like you, you, you get the wolf to do the work for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what I did. I think so. So number one, you, I told them about a month or two so that they have really time to process it. Mm. And if you're really a rock star, you you make a picture book of the old house so that when you land in the new place, you can show them pictures of the old place and go, oh, remember, this is where we lived back here and this is where we are now. This is the new room where we take a dump. This is where we take a shit now, yeah. And also I try to make their bedroom look identical so that at least Ooh, their belongings, smart. yeah, like don't, you don't want to buy a kid a new bed in the new house like you want to transition them with all their stuff and and have it put out the same way so that they're really familiar right away and i make the kids rooms priority so like okay make sure my children are settled like they have their their favorite toys and also when i pack a a box for just for them like hey guys 
you know, pack your most special toys. This is your special box. This is do not touch. This is my stuff. And then, then we put it in the carry on bag so that they have their special toys. And then, um, so what I do is a sneaky trick. I, when we land in the new town, first thing I do is take them to the toy store. Oh, that's a good mom right there. <laughs> and the candy store. And <sighs> luckily in Austin, in, in um, near, what is it, 6th Congress, whatever that area of the downtown, there's Toy Joy right next door to the candy store. And so I double, I double dip. We do that, we do that. And then I take them to like Hula Hut and we have a nice, fun, idyllic meal. And then they're like, oh, this is great. New, new things are great. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do you give them like rules where it's just like, all right, I'll buy you whatever you can carry. And then it's just, they just get like <laughs> yeah. two handfuls of taffy or something. Like, like, oh, how, oh, like what yeah. rules do you give yeah, them yeah. like at the, at the toy store yeah. or the candy store? So I made the mistake. The first time I took Ellis to Austin, I was like, let's do it, dude. Get whatever candy you want. And he walked out. I was like, why didn't I put a limit? Like, I'm such an idiot. So he came out of there with like two bags full of shit. I was like, oh, I'm such a moron. Like, I really should have put a cap on it. So now I just go get get like one awesome thing. Just get all you need is one. You know what I mean? Maybe right. two. And then toy. Yeah. Pick one fucking awesome toy. Like, let's not go so that they have something else to beg. So I can hold it over their head later. Like, hey, do you want to go back to the toy store? Do you want to go back to the candy store? You got to behave now, shithead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, it's stressful. It's it's uh, I've been drinking every night. There was a point where. <laughs> got to cope somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there, yeah, yeah. I like, I was drinking every night and, um, drank on the plane today. Even I was like, can I have champagne? It was 9am. I got to drink. I got to drink. I'm fucking crazy. Um, you know, you do what you got to do to survive. Um, and that's, that's it. So, Hey, it sucks. It's, it's not fun. It's never easy, but I think I have to, I have to put it in perspective because the immigrant in me also goes, are you kidding me? Like the year that we had, before pandemic like when when you're in existential like real danger for a fucking year and change and your government's in chaos and then your husband breaks his ass in half like those are real mortal issues so moving now i'm like yeah it sucks but like eh, it's not the end of the world like it wasn't a pandemic right (laughs) my husband could move by himself (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, maybe that's the Eastern blocker in me where I'm like, this is fucking nothing. Fuck you moving. I'm very like, yeah, it sucks. It's not that bad. Yeah. It's not not a fucking pandemic. But I mean, that's good, though, because you're using your your traumas as tools now. Oh, there you go, Nadal. Spin that positive. Yeah. That's why I love you so much. Yeah, it's the silver lining. It's like (laughs) everything that sucks doesn't suck as more when you go through like really crazy hell. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? I think that's the truth. I, I, it just makes you, I hate that stupid saying that will make you stronger, but I guess it's true. Yeah. It's like, no, I remember like I was working at a place and I don't remember if I've told this story on here, but like, I remember I was, I needed something from the receptionist at the, uh, at the job that I was working at at the time. And like, I saw it, like she was crying and stuff. I'm like, Oh, is everything okay? Like did someone die? She's like, I don't know if I could pay my car insurance this month. Oh, dear. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you're yeah. crying about that? <laughs> 90 days, bro. Yeah. They ain't going to repo for a while. <laughs> yeah, dog. That's like a couple months before they try and collect yeah. shit. You're good, homie. It's a I warning wish shot. I could cry about that shit. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Like, let me tell you, you're a gangster when you realize that first bill ain't shit, that first warning. You're like, that's fine. I got like 90 days on this. Yeah, this one isn't even it's pink yet. Even, We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, that's so true. When I was, when Tom and I were becoming feature acts, when we first started, like, doing the road and being so broke. I remember getting real comfortable with those pink bills. <laughs> being like, well, oh, cares? guess they're not getting paid and late fees and shit. You're like, and there's so many hacks like, uh, oh, did you ever do this trick when you get the late fee? When like you, you can call and complain and be like, I mailed that check. I mailed that check. Well, I mean, now with um, the automatic deduction, you can't do that. But I used to do that shit all the time. Well, no, I, I mailed that, dude. That oh, must yeah. be the mail. No, okay, well, we'll wave it this one time. Oh, okay, thanks. No, yeah, it, it's because what's also great is that any place that I've accidentally Please. like sent two checks to that I forgot that like oh, I sent one previously, shit. and then they cash both of them. It's like, oh, now I just have a thing that I could hold like over their head forever. It's just like, oh, is this like that time you cash both <laughs> checks? You dumb piece of shit. I do that to my landlord all the time, and it always gets him. It he, always buys me. A he month. double cashed your rent. 
Um, well, because, like, what I did was I would just send, like, a batch of checks that are all post-dated so that, like, I don't need to send right. a rent check That's... for four months. That is so smart. Yeah. You so, can do that? Yeah. I, I set one for February 1st, March 1st, uh, you know, May, April. And then it's like I just set a reminder that, you know, April Guys, is, hey, you got to send a check next month. That is so smart. Yeah. Man, that that's <laughs> like the time you told me you can Instacart Costco. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. Let's do some follow-ups, you guys. Very important topics from the last few episodes. Uh, hey, Mommy Tina. This Gen Z queen above 18 would like to inform you that I have two ways I trim the bush. Now, first of all, we brought this up with Chase O'Donnell. I was floored, floored beyond belief to learn that uh, millennials and everybody younger is they're shaving the whole meow. Yeah, that's bushless. I mean, I I I was really shy. I I didn't know. I mean, I I didn't know. I saw it in the the adult films, but I didn't think that that real people did that stuff. Well, yeah, it's the people that the, the people that have grown up with porn are ah! you know, it's that's what like that's why uh-huh. I think like millennials have pretty uh, uh, bald bushes is because uh-huh. they grew up with porn, and I think this is probably one of the first times that dudes like probably take care of shit down there instead of just letting it grow into a because jungle. of that's one of the nobody talks about the positive yeah. stuff from pornography yeah <laughs> because of porn we all have a lot less hair in our mouths women feminism but what about bald pussies nobody talks about the virtues of a generation of women with no pubic hair. <laughs> It's harmful to women's images. <laughs> so I was I was floored and I will I'm going to I'm going to give a, a WMMA exclusive here. Oh, boy. I wish we had a sound effect. Let's let's do a sound effect. We could think of an, uh, for next episode. So uh, in, apropos our discussion. <laughs> oh, there we go. A WMMA exclusive. I decided to shave my meow bald. Whoa! <laughs> Happy early birthday to Tom. <laughs> so, so here's the deal, man. I'm gonna tell you. I have always kept the undercarriage very hairless. Okay, the undercarriage mm-hmm. is always tidy and perfect. I would, and then I shaved up. I shaved the sides. So what I would have is a landing strip. So really, it wasn't that crazy. I just took off the landing. And, yeah, all right. Yeah. So that's not a big difference from what you already had going on. Not a big diff, but I will say I was having a 90s vag um, aesthetic going, which is fine. I liked, I thought that was nice. Now, here's the problem. Now, I, I so there's two things. Obviously, when you shave your meow, we're in a place you don't normally shave, is that when it grows in, it's very itchy. We know that. Right, because you're not used to it. You're not used to it. Right. Which, if I decide to do it again, which I have, the jury's out. But, so hold on. So, I shaved my meow. It was great for bathing suit time because sure. I was confident when I was in Florida wearing my whore's bathing. By the way, I dress like a whore now in, in, the, in the streets. Hell yeah. Yeah. Those bitches <laughs> didn't even know what the fuck to do with my titties. My tits were, mom's tits were out and I don't give a rip. I don't give a hoot what they say. And so anyway, so I like the ease of my uh, in and out of bathing suits. You're not afraid of anything, you know, poking out. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with the hairless badge. Tell me. First of all, Tom, I was like, what do you like better? Do you like it bald or not? He goes, I, that's like asking me which plate do I want to eat off of? Don't care. They're both great. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds about right. Don't care. No pref. Great. The problem is, is that my body, I'll tell you what, naked, I'm extremely symmetrical. Okay. I am... I am built to breed. Uh-huh. I am built. <laughs> you want to talk about breeding hips? I got them. Breeding tits? I got them. I've got two huge cans. I've got hips. So I'm very symmetrical. I'm very much a, a beautiful goddess naked. Hell yeah. Yeah. Now, the problem with the bald vag is that it threw off. I liked the symmetry. It was like a little punctu- punctuation mark. Boop. Wouldn't it be more symmetrical if it's bald? No, it it made me feel rounded out, and it made me feel 
childish. Ah, you'll get over that. <laughs> I didn't, I, I'm proud of my pubes. I have to say that part of being a woman, to me, it's like, I like that I can grow pubes. So, so to not have them felt like, oh, why am I? I'm old school. I'm OS, baby. I like yeah, pubes. Yeah, Christina, do you have a landing strip in each of your armpits too? <laughs> Get the fuck over it. <laughs> How dare you? What do you have on your junk? Are you fully bald or you just do your the, the nets? Uh, before I meet up with the lady, I definitely... Get a, you know, it's, all ball down there. Yeah, if I don't have plans to hang out with anyone, I just kind of let it roam free, and yeah. then you know, as soon as like I'm expecting company, then you know, I get it all nice. Bald. I mean, like as close as clippers will go. I'm not taking a razor to it, but like it's, I, I make it nice and presentable. That's good. See, yeah. that's not going shaving your meow bald. So well, that's, yeah, that's but different. I mean, I also don't know how to shave my balls with a razor. I don't trust oh. it, and it scares the shit. Why aren't out you me. manscaping? You know, that's no, what that I am. Look, I for. am. I'm using my manscape. It's got the light on it that makes everything helpful. But it's uh, to get a clean shave without a five o'clock shadow on your nuts is some of the scariest shit I've I even know. thought about. Doing. It is very scary. But let yeah. me tell you something, because I can shave my bee hole like a champ. Hold, I've the, been... hold on. I thought you said you're hole was naturally hairless. It's, but you know why? I believe, number one, because of my naturally, my hair composition. Very fair. I don't really, I'm not a hairy. Because yeah. my, my hole is naturally hairless, and I thought you and me were the same person. Well, per- we are the same person. We're not. My hole is more hairless than yours. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a smattering. I'm not, I mean, I'm a just what? a little, a little smattering. What is that word? Smattering. Chris Larson, is that a word? <laughs> a smattering. Sounds like a word. It's a word. It's a word. <laughs> There's a little tuft. You know, everyone has a butt tuft. Just a, a tuft. Butt tuft? Just a tuft. And I, I don't understand these words you're saying. Are you, what are you, foreign? Yes. Yes. God, yeah, my so parents, that par- that word was not in my parents' vocabulary. No, neither was it mine. But, but I can shave my asshole, my tuft, sight unseen. Okay, now I started doing it in my 20s with a mirror. And now I can just do it by feeling. So what I'm trying to tell you, Nadav, is that first you need the mirror to get your nuts shaved right. And then you can just do it by touch eventually. You have to train yourself. Much like you've trained your sphincter to make brown on command, you can do this. I don't know. I'm not really getting complaints on the job I'm currently doing. So, you know, just this ain't no, broken. I'm not, I don't need to fix yeah, this, Christine. But, sweetie, <laughs> just because no one's complain to hr doesn't mean that no one's bothered you don't know that no no no. because no one no one has quit no one has gotten fired it's like there's no there's no evidence that. that shows that this isn't you don't know that yeah i do i'll tell you <laughs> you'll tell me the, the hair okay i'm not gonna argue with you no 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 you're, go you're ahead exhausting. what is the, what is the argument here the argument is that the more i need hairless... to get a mirror involved <laughs> yeah the nuts should be hairless because the the hair traps smells down there right well, so what I do is I just take the manscape and I graze it. I graze it and whatever okay. is, you know, no, coming off fine. of the surface. But it's like a full on. Hold on. Chris, do, do you shave your nuts completely he clean? He doesn't shave anything. He's he's a wildling. I feel like we've already answered this question with me. <laughs> right, he's a wildling. He's Zolo. free. He's free. Zolo, do you completely shave your yes, nuts? Yes, Zolo does. Um, I, I do my best. Yeah. Right. He's a sweetheart. But do you have, like, have you taken a razor to them? I'm not sure. I don't think so. That's a no. Yeah, it's scary stuff, Christina. Okay, it's whatever. like that's where babies come from. D- dude, babies do not. They come from the semi vessies, but then they're stored in the, the nuts. semi vessies. <laughs> Stupid. They come out of vaginas. Those are more delicate. Okay, the, the point is, I don't think I'm going to go. And here's a problem without having any hair, I feel like it makes me look fatter. I like the, the symmetry of the line, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it that oh, way. You think the racing stripe is more flattering? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's vertical lines are th- are slimming, no lines are fat. <laughs> I no don't one. I don't know. I don't think if it's completely bald, like Tom's gonna be like, is it just me or did this puss get fatter? Like he I likes, don't think he likes any puss. Right. I, so I think it's all in your head, and then you're just trying to make your own puss attractive okay. to yourself. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Well, <laughs> to, to, to my aesthetic taste, I like a landing strip. Okay. So this Gen Z queen. Let's get back to her. Her. The first is my fall-winter look of a trimmed-up triangle, basically manscaping the vagine. A trimmed-up triangle. Oh, I like that. Okay, I can do that. The second is my spring-summer look, which is more of a modest style, which is a cute little landing strip. That's what I do all year long, 
Bailey. Does it say how old Bailey is? She's Gen Z above 18. Oh, okay. So so basically Gen Z is getting back to the way Gen X does shit, or at least I am, because fuck the rest of this pussy-ass generation, rational revolution. Thank you so much. Anyways, love the YMH family. Bailey, Bailey, I love all... Listen, I, I, I hate... I would hate Gen Z to think I hate you guys all. I don't hate. And and, and quite honestly, after... Uh, I think I don't even think it is Gen Z that's doing this canceling. I don't know. It's it's activists. It's a small group of nerds uh, who have no friends that are canceling people. So it's definitely not the cool people who listen to this fucking show, right? Bunch of nerds. Nerds ruin shit. Yeah, it's just squeaky wheels that you're like, oh, is yeah. everyone saying this? Is like, no, it's just no. a fringe group that are loud. Just a group of a holes who uh, who don't have love in their hearts. So next up, listen. This is a very hot topic. Uh, issue in the YMH world uh, in my own life and Tom has been Tom has been trying to get me to eat his scrum for years and there's so what's the holdup right right so there's a lot of holdups for me personally the hygiene holdup for him he's very hairy he's very it's very hot I've put uh, I've, I've had I've, I've grazed his his beehole like as a joke with my hands I don't like how it feels. It's hot. It's sweaty. Tom's shits are horrendous. Um, I don't want to lick brown. I'm very brown averse. I don't do anal. I don't like things in my beehole. Um, and so I'm. And so so anyway, Rob Eiler uh, was texting me the other day, and he goes, "Listen, you got to eat Tom's scrum." And, like out of the blue, and I was like, "Who who dis Rob Eiler?" He's so, I mean, now that he's got a new girlfriend, he's all getting laid. And now he's like, you got to eat, you got to do the scrum thing. And I'm like, all right, dude. Yeah, it's life changing, Christina. Well, and so I, I, so I was asking him, so I was like, what, what is the, he's like, dude, listen, like every girl nowadays, all the girls lick scrum. You got to start doing it. I go, what do you mean? All the girls are licking scrum. He goes, listen, it's a competitive world of dating now. On these apps, <laughs> these girls, it's like a how do you do? It's a, it's not just a sometimes treat. It's like you do that shit right away. And he goes, and they all shave their meows bald. I was like, this is wild. Yeah. This is wild. Right, because Rob said he's been out of the dating world for a few years, right? So so he took a three-year hiatus. Yeah, welcome back, homie. <laughs> yeah, and he's been on the apps. I mean, now he's with a lovely lady, so I, I think, you know, he's found his his love. But That's great. Yeah, but I think before that, he was like, dude, this is, you're, you need to catch up. So I want to call Rob and get to the bottom of this because I am just intrigued with this idea that women are just giving away the scrum licks. Yeah. We, yeah. You say that like it's, you know this too? Yeah. No. What are you uh, talking like, about? Like I remember I was, I've been curious about, you know, scrum eating for, you know, years, like from before I was working with you guys. And I remember I, it didn't even, I didn't even know how to ask for it. Where I remember there was one time, I, you know, I was hanging out with the lady and I just kind of lifted up a leg and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I guess nothing. And... <laughs> And then, like, it kind of, like, we, fin- we finished, like, after that, and then I just kind of laughed my whole way home, like, how do I even ask for this? And then, like, come to realize within the last year or two, you don't need to ask for it anymore. It just kind of happens. It gets offered up. So, this is wild. So, somewhere in between 2005, when I started dating my husband. Yeah, this is a very new development. This is, this is new, okay. That, that scrum licks are just part of the, it's on the menu. It's part of the repertoire. Yeah, it used to be cav- like a caviar like thing where it's like you just have it once or you know right. every other year and right. now it's just an appetizer on every menu you go okay, to. Okay, let, let's get Rob on the line. I, I need to hear his I just I, I saw so we were texting and I was like I got to talk to you about this cuz I I was texting him and texting him and then I get I kept thinking about the text exchange. Like this is nuts. I'm like I got to get this guy on the phone. going to be coming in from a weird number for him yo mommy hi mommy hi jeans what are you doing nothing it's that spam risk when you call <laughs> no we're calling from like skype oh what's going on oh are you uh are you eating over a sink 
<laughs> no, not, so, shockingly, not yet. I'm, my one meal is waiting for uh, for three hours now. But I've been eating with this girl a lot. It's changing everything. Well, let's t- what? How so? Let's I talk. Know. Let's go. So for, I I cued the listeners in that you have a, a a beautiful new girlfriend. It's very exciting, and so you've been eating in front of her. Yeah. We, oh my God. I feel like such a douche. We went to dinner with her friends last night. It was like a whole, you know, I, I haven't called her my girlfriend yet. You have. So I'll <gasps> let you call her my girlfriend if you want. <laughs> Wait, is that, so, so do the kids, do you guys do that anymore? I mean, I know that everybody's eating each other's asses now too on the first date. At what point do you, do you say, are we going steady? Or are we, are, do you put a pin on her? What do we do nowadays? That's the thing. I wouldn't feel weird at all sticking my tongue in her ass, but being like, oh, I want you to be my girlfriend. Like, that feels so <laughs> douchey. You know? Like, I, I just don't want to... I don't even want to say that. But we watch Love Island, and on Love Island, they make a whole production out of, like, yes. oh, oh, my. Like, I'm going to ask her to be my girl. Like, I like that. <laughs> I heard you guys <laughs> on Pajama Pants talking about that part of Love Island where they, they formally <laughs> ask somebody... <laughs> and they're like they have nothing going on outside of they, they're in this house for a month so they think the whole world is their relationship so they're like all right i'm gonna need you to stand over here and we're all gonna wear the same shirt and you're gonna do this and it's like i don't even want to say six words to this girl or however many they are like so do you want to be my <sighs> girlfriend like i don't even know that's such a douchey thing it is do- now i'll tell you i remember what tom segura did to me is he, we didn't do like Shit, did we do girlfriend talk? I think he just said that he he told me he loved me. And I was like, Oh, that's implicit. Like we're we're going steady. But I Right. He he, yeah. he went right to like the, the third move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I like that. The is so I heard you on Pajama Pants. You you did say like you guys are officially seeing each other and, and nobody else on the apps. Yeah, we closed the apps. Wow. Everything. But I, I also feel like since she's seen me eat, that's almost <laughs> like me going right. To, that's like me going to my third move. You know what I mean? Like, that's like <laughs> if she's like, oh, am I your girlfriend? I'm like, you watched me destroy a chicken over a sink. Like, <laughs> we're, 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 we're in this. Yeah. And what does she think about your bowl eating that you only eat from bowls? See, she didn't find that as weird as, so we came back to my place the first time that we were <laughs> eat together, and she's like, oh, we could watch, uh, like, a show while, while we eat. And I was like, eh. I was like, you could watch a show. <laughs> I was like, I stand alone in the kitchen. So I was like, I don't know, because my, like, whole, like, couch table setup is not very conducive to eating for three hours straight. Like, it's yeah. not a comfortable uh, set up. So she was like, what do you mean? You don't watch TV while you eat. And that is what she was so focused on that. She didn't even realize that I was like strapping a bowl to my head. to eat. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. So now you were on a three year hiatus from dating. Yeah. You were getting into wag territory. Weird alone guy. (laughs) Has it been? I know. And yeah. Has it been a struggle? Fast. Uh, it's so crazy how fast it's like, oh, there was never, I think because I chose to do the three years alone, like there, it wasn't that weird, but I was definitely getting to the point where like the reason I got on the apps was I was like, it's getting weird. Like the fact that I haven't been on a date and if I just hadn't been on a date, but been spending a lot of time with pe- around people, it would be okay. But because of Corona, it got to the point where like I was hanging out with you, Tom and Adav and that's it. You know, It was like, <laughs> It, it was like I saw you, Tom, the Dove, Jamie, and uh, John Potter, and Castle, yeah. uh, and that was yeah. it. Yeah, got it. Okay. So, did you? Are you finding it hard to open your world up to this person? Because you, you have been on your own. Are you? Are you browning in front of her yet? Are you farting in front of her yet? These are the big, big questions. So last night for the first time, I let her know I was farting, but I still left the room. Wow. What a gentleman. Yeah. Wow. Which is a move. Yeah. But like, wow. here's the deal, right? I was, <laughs> I was farting in like the bed and I would fart into the couch if I had like, cause she had a blanket there. So like I put the blanket over me. So I was like, my balls are sweating, but I had to fart. 
So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to leave this here to look like I want the blanket, but I'm farting. And then I was like, oh, I'm getting, I would, I would go up to go to the bathroom. And she's like, oh, like, what are you? I was like, oh, I'm going in there to fart or whatever. I guess she ate something like just crazy. And she's like, um, she lit a candle. And I was like, no, I, she's like, I could smell it from the bathroom. And, and she's like, it's, I think, She's like, I think the couch has just started to smell like fart. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do when you have to brown? Do you tell her, hey, I go home. you go home? Yeah. So you're still you're still in the early stages. Yeah. Yeah. But also like, but but I tell her like I have no problem telling her, but I wouldn't brown in her place. Anyway. No. And I've already browned with her here while she was at my place, but she doesn't have a bidet or a squatty potty. <gasps> so I'm like, I know. And you should, uh, see, yo, her setup is savage. Like uh, she has a nice apartment, two bedrooms. She has a regular job, but I guess she doesn't care about pooping. And like uh, her, w- when you sit on her toilet, <laughs> like your knee hits her door. That's terrible. Yeah, oh, I'm like, she... what is, I was like, I would change your whole second bedroom into yeah. a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> What did she live in Afghanistan? This is terrible. Yeah. You got to you got to upgrade her her turlet game. If you love this woman, which it sounds like you might, you got to help her. Yeah, I I just can't, you know, you could lead a horse to water, you know. Yeah, savage. So 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 I I'm calling you today First of all, I'm so proud that you're farting in front of this girl. It's huge news. But also because Thank you. Yeah, it's it's massive. And that you're eating in front of her is massive. Uh, so we were texting and you were encouraging me to eat Tom's scrum. And I was like, dude, that's fucking gnarly. I don't know. And then you casually mentioned, you're like, oh yeah, all the girls are doing it now. It's just part of the menu. Everybody's licking scrums and shaving their beavers. And I'm like, what the fuck oh, are you talking? Sure. What are you talking about? When did this, and when did this fucking happen? By the way, I don't even know the last time I knew a girl who shaved her beaver. Now they all laser. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, it's like they call it laser beef. No, they don't laser beef. <laughs> <laughs> they, no, they, they full on laser because I think they said if you get lasered, like I think you have to go like six or eight times and then it all stops. Like it stops yeah. growing. <sighs> It just sounds like such an investment for pussy hair. Like I'm not. There's so many other Im- important things, but whatever. Okay, so 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 no, hold on. And they they laser it all off, or just the landing strip is left. Oh no, everything's gone. What? Yeah, for sure. Well, I hear Nadav laughing yeah. over there. He knows it's true, right? He knows it's true. He's an animal. But I don't trust Nadav. I trust you. Nadav right. is. I a, just want to make sure that Nadav doesn't. And laugh because what I'm saying seems crazy. No. He knows what's up. I completely know what's up, Rob. You're right. So, so hold on, Rob. So, <laughs> do you mean to tell me? So, you're on these apps, and the girls don't say it, right? Like, is it in their profile? Like, fully lasered beef. I lick ass. It's implicit. Like, it's not a special you, it, thing. It might as well be. Like, if a girl has a picture with her dog, she's basically saying, "I laser my beef and I eat butt." <laughs> <laughs> wow wow what a nightmare so if i enter the dating world now i would really have to up my game okay so yeah but here's the deal i also think you can like you find a guy who's down for what you're down with and you could go by like that kind of thing but i think all the girls that i've dated even before like even in the last 10 years they all say like, yeah, I'll, I'll eat your butt or some of them actually have because I'm not into it. So I think if I was some guy who's like, I just fucking love when girls stick their tongue in my ass, then girls would be like, ew, like, I, I don't, I don't want to do that. But because I'm not into it, they're like, come on, let me just like lick your ass. You know, this is wild. You are blowing my mind, Rob. Like I, <laughs> I can't believe a woman is like, May I, can I, can I do this for you? It sounds really awesome. And you're telling me that, so these are girls who you meet on an app and then you, what, you go have a drink or you have coffee and then after coffee, they'll lick your ass? No, I mean, listen, listen, Robbie be doing things for them, know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, 
that that's that's why they're like they're they're you know it's uh, things are exciting and they're they're having a good time you know Robbie Robbie was Robbie was, I was a party guy I was a party guy back in the day I'm not you know I know I don't have fun and this and then I think then when it's a you know a girl's turn to do some stuff she's like oh I want to gotcha. do this like she wants. I don't know. We're, you know, we're having fun. Got you. So it's, it's, a, it's a good time. Okay. Cause in my mind, I'm like that, that's, that's more, that makes sense. Cause in my mind, I was like picturing you having a coffee day. And then she's like, do you want me to go back to your apartment and eat your ass? Like it, like, like that has happened too. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, coffee makes you brown and fart. Like, wouldn't she be self-conscious about that? Yeah, luckily I don't drink coffee, but right. there was one night where I drank enough Jägermeister to kill a horse, and a girl <laughs> took me back to my place and ate my butt, and I don't know what she was thinking. Because <laughs> it was because probably she was gross. A shot, she was a shot girl at the bar that I was at, and I <laughs> bought all the shots from her, so she knew what was going on. Oh, my God. So your ass was probably so gamey and so hot and gross uh, the only thing that i could fit that it reminds me of is like you know when you're going through uh, a car wash and those like flaps hit the car <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i imagine that was like the vibe of being back there like it was just like uh. <laughs> uh. 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 and then the, the, yeah. the reason why this all came up is because tom said he was gonna shave yeah. His face for you, and shockingly, I don't know how he just didn't say like, "Well, what is, what are you gonna do?" And I thought he was gonna say, "I'll shave my face, I'll shave the the butt so it's nice and clean, and then mm. you can." Because I think you can eat. Here's what I think. I think you think because when you were talking about eating butt to me, I think you think it's like this like twenty minute thing of like spreading yeah. your cheeks and things. I think you can get away with like. Giving him a blowjob, you keep Jay in the D, and and in that whole thing, like you you do fifteen seconds licking his butt, you stop, you go back to the D, and then another fifteen seconds of the butt, and then I think he'd be happy for six months. Okay, so what you're saying is okay, you're right, and I think you're right, Rob, because I am a perfectionist. So in my mind, I'm like, well, if I do, like, God, I got to be down there until something happens. Right, because that's what you right. do with BJ's. Yeah. You're like, I gotta, uh, I gotta fucking put the time in on this. But you're saying if I just gave a, an exploratory, just a, huh, just a little kind of, meow, just a little kissy kiss down there, that would that would earn me my scrum master badge. Yeah, I think somewhere in the middle. Like, I think you want to go. I think you want to be on vacation. You want to go to the beach or the pool. You want to come back to the room, a shower. He had already shaved his butt before. You go right to the bed. It's a blowjob. And then, like, in the blowjob, you go, hey, mommy. And boom. You go a little, a little, you know, 15 seconds in the butt. He thinks it's crazy. You go back to the D. And then you go back to the butt for a little bit. And it's like, that's the story. Oh, my God. We were on vacation. Christina ate my ass. It's not like. It's it's that's the story. That's what you're looking for. That's what he's looking for. Don't clap. They're clapping in the booth. I hate you guys. Yes, yes. I hate you, and I hate that girls do this now because now the bar is destroyed for normal girls like me, like old school forty year olds, forty four year olds. Okay, so I just have to give. But but what about the brown tastes? Will I taste brown? No. Well, that's what I was saying. I think you should pop like two Altoids in your mouth. <sighs> I think that'll take care of the heat. And also, I think he'll enjoy the feeling. You'll enjoy it more. There won't be, and not that there would be any uh, poop, but j like just to get it even out of your head. And it'll feel nice and cool down there for him. You'll like it. It'll be like a whole. That's true. And Wait, you've said I like this. that it's like 48 to 72 hours where like he's happy yeah. after you bang him. I think yeah. this will be. I'm, I think for three months, he's walking on air. <laughs> I'll make you and sleep for three, three days. Months, he's not angry. You're so right. <laughs> I make you sleep for three days. What does that fucking yes, asshole you're say? You're going to make him sleep for three days, my baby. My baby. Okay, but it sounds like, so Rob, <laughs> as a married woman, you can't just fucking, like you said, this is a special moment. So this cannot be given out 
vacation's already good times. I feel like this is something I'm going to have to pull out at a special time when I really must manipulate him for something big. See, well, there's there's preparation in his, you have to be careful because there's preparation on his end, not on yours. Oh, so you need to get gotcha. the hair out of there. So it's got to be okay. talked about. Before. And if you want to go okay. content-wise, okay. he can... He could get waxed with Bert. He could right. get waxed with Nadab. There could be some sort of way. He could shave the beard and wax his butt all in one little segment. Like you could do, you could do something like that. But he's, you gotta, if, if the hair is back there, you're never gonna enjoy no. it. That just sounds disgusting. So when the girls have eaten your scrum, have you been hairless? Uh, no, but my, my butt was, is never like a crazy, hairy area it's more just like um you know it's like uh somebody's head you, you know those scary movies where like they are like wrong turn where they're like what is it called when people have sex with their sister oh cousin fucking oh incest yeah when they have like those those like incest mongoloids and they have like the little <laughs> patches of thin hair on their head like that's kind of what my butt is like. It's not like it's not like a wolf, huh. you know. That was quite a descriptor. I don't know if I've ever heard that. Like an inbred mongoloid head. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. We got it. We got it. The movie Wrong Turn, like the Wrong scary turn. guys from that movie. That's what my that's what yeah. my head was like. I got it. Wow, that's good. Yeah, maybe like a ninety year old woman who hasn't been. <sighs> There you uh, go. Shown any love in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the image up now. That is amazing. I know you're saying it's a tuft. Yeah. It's the butt tuft. And Nadav had never heard of that before. The little butt tuft. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's la- and here's the thing. You said it yourself. You, you guys said last week, your bodies are only going downhill. Yeah. So you don't want to be, you don't want to cave for the first time and eat his butt when you're 20 years from now. Oh, shit. But here's the deal. But Okay, you're right. You're right, Rob. You're right. You make very good points. The problem is once this is in circulation in the repertoire as a married lady, I'm going to have to redo it and we're going to have to push the envelope. So like that's why I've got to be real, real strategic uh, when I when I do this for him, because then it means I got to I got to revisit it once a year or a quarterly. I don't know. I don't know. Well, hey, I hate to say this to you, but maybe you'll like it. No. Yeah, this is, maybe this will be in your repertoire. Maybe he's like, could you not eat my ass again tonight? It's I, I don't feel clean back there. And you're like, I don't even fucking care, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're, the, you're the worst. You're the absolute worst. Um, I love you so much, Rob. Well, Thank you. Uh, for I, I love you. I miss I, you guys. I can't, are you happy in Texas? Yeah, so far. So far, so good. I mean, I'm. The city girl in me is freaking out. I'm not going to lie. Like, I I mean, I texted you. I was like, dude, I fed a fucking turtle today. I've never, I was like, have you ever seen a bullfrog before? Because you're a city guy. And you're like, no. Like, oh, yeah. So, I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm showing I'm showing people that turtle video. They're like, yeah, that's a fucking turtle, dude. I'm like, yeah, but is that her, is that her house, dude? Like, <laughs> she's not at the zoo, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's just that's just in a fucking lake, homie. Like that that's there. I didn't have to go to a mall and and go to a fountain to see a turtle. Yeah. I know you should I I should give this video to an adoptive play. I'm such a dad boner like of me feeding them. I get so excited cuz I'm like this is a nature, you guys. This isn't like a manufactured thing. This isn't a real <laughs> some fucking such a nerd. Anyway. Anyway, I I uh yeah, I I love you. Are you going to move out? Please, please. Pajam- I'm on the fence. You got to you got to convince this girl. Okay. Her name is Sarah. Come you got to convince Sarah. Sarah to 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 move us. She's, you know, her she's I don't know what's going to happen with us, so. Sarah, you got to move. Is she an East Coast girl originally? She is. Yeah. I, uh, I you know, I met three girls on the app and and I didn't even know, but some somehow every single one of them was East Coast. I just don't think I vibe no, like long term relationship wise with like uh, no. maybe like a city girl, like you said, but like I mean, I can't do like a, I, I don't know. L.A. girls are a little too. I, I don't like to like I need a girl who could tell a guy off. Yeah, who can fight. No, I know you like um, grumpy brunettes like there are guys who yeah. just love a grumpy brunette like 
like a feisty like i don't want to say snooky because that's gross but like right <laughs> yeah right i think you've right. said that before yeah um on pajama pants like that kind of vibe yeah like a, right like a I need, sassy I need, I need snooky's brain and like uh sammy sweetheart kind of body i love it i love it well i'm so happy <laughs> for you i'm so glad you found love and everybody is is we're on bated breath is that the phrase bated breath to see when i mean yeah when when will you openly fart when will you openly shit in front of each other yes and there is no one's breath who is baited her than hours <laughs> waiting for you to eat the scrum stop it all right that, i gotta go i can't take this i'm, I'm gonna throw up i don't want to talk about <laughs> right, it I, I need therapy too, all right i love you bye there you guys go uh rob eiler convincing me that it's a good idea uh to eat my husband's scrum we'll see what happens i don't know guys will you email me and let you, me know if you if people are really doing this or is this just the these are just the scallywags that my friend is dating uh is this real is this just the scallywags nadav is dating christina do you uh, think stop. everyone close to you is lying lying you said like such a foreigner too yeah i was raised by Z- foreigners Zolo. i talk weird i know so do i zolo do you are the girls not your sweet love now, but the girls you've dated, are they, do they all look your scrum? No, never. <laughs> I think it, it might be more of a varsity move. Girls my Force. age might not be at this level yet. Okay, there we go. And he's the, the voice of youth. Yeah, but I mean, the older you get, you know, you start developing acquired tastes. And, uh, you know, I think uh, in college, they're still trying to develop the palate. Well, let me know, guys. Are you, is it true that women are really eating that much scrum and lasering their beavers? I must know the truth. Call me, 213-375-5184. Email me, where my mom's at, at gmail.com. Let me know the truth. Should I eat my husband's ass? When should I do it? Uh, any tips, tricks? Because you know, women. Once I start doing it, then he's going to be expecting it, and God knows, I can't. I don't know if I can do that for the next. Um, I don't think. Years. No, look, this is ass eating isn't as common as blowjobs, especially if you're married. It's now you instead of giving quarterly BJ, you could still do quarterly BJ's, and now you have some extra to make birthday special. Birthdays. Yeah, or anniversaries, or maybe every like five to ten year anniversaries. Like it's like a, you know, it's. I know. I know. It's not just like part of the repertoire now. I know. <laughs> I know. All right, I got. I gotta go. I love you guys. Thank you so much uh, for de- uh, subscribe to this podcast uh, on, on YouTube. People are like, "Why subscribe? What does that mean?" It means that every time I post a video, you're notified, so you know when this episode drops, and you can come and, and watch it straight away and see us and see these beautiful uh, boys in the booth and myself. And um, all right, that's it. I, I love you, and until next time. Stay cool, moms. Bye. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting thongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at?